0: Welcome, Bearcat family, and to whoever may have stumbled across this on Spotify and SoundCloud. You are now tuning in to a little podcast I like to call Global Bearcats. You are now tuning in, and I have a special guest with me. I kind of toss it up a little bit. Um, this is more so about international students, if you've listened to my previous episodes. This is technically a United States citizen but I feel that she has a very interesting take on life and what it means to be a U.S. citizen. So I am here with Sky Reelin. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Say hi.
1: Hi. I'm surprised you pronounced my last name correctly because a lot of people don't. Wow.
0: Well, I try. So Sky, um, I just want to say thanks for coming on. I know that it's She's, she has been wanting to come on here for a long time, oh. but she, <laughs> okay. she, she's, she's playing it off, but she's really geeking out right now. So Sky, um, go ahead and give us a little introduction about yourself, uh, where you're from, what your major, um, like hobbies and things you like to do, just something to give the audience a little bit of background.
1: Okay. So my name is Skye. Um, I'm from Mililani, Oahu. I graduated from Kamehameha Schools Kapalama. I am um, currently 18, majoring in athletic training. I'm on the wrestling team, like Zane.
0: Mm-hmm. And if I'm not mistaken, I know my geography is a bit different. Oahu is where?
1: So I'm gonna say Oahu is more like the middle island of the Hawaiian island chain.
0: So you are from Hawaii. Hawaii. Hawaii, yes. Oh, okay, so I get, Do you get offended when people don't pronounce it Hawaii?
1: Um, no. I mean, sometimes I catch myself saying Hawaii, you know. Mm-hmm. But like, I already know I'd get like, she'd be like, "It's Hawaii. Say it correctly." And I am like, "Oh, okay."
0: <laughs> cool. So I am somewhat of an expert on international students. Oh, you don't say. <laughs> yes, I was an international student myself. So, I guess, for you, it's a little bit different. You're not, for lack of a better word, international. You're still a U.S. citizen. But by pretty much every other stretch or aspect of the imagination, you are an international student, right?
1: I mean, yes, because there's so much cultural shock, I would say.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Mm-hmm. I... I've visited the mainland mainly for like tournaments and stuff. And it's always been like, oh, cool, like different trees, the leaves are changing and stuff. Cause that doesn't happen back at home. Mm-hmm. But now, like living here, oh man, big difference.
0: Yeah. So I guess um, I just like to start this off by why, McKendree? Why would you? I'm sure your house was super nice, right on the beach, awesome, drinking out of coconuts every day. And you come here to the middle of nowhere, right? And pursue an education. So, I guess, why would you choose here?
1: Well, one, I didn't live by the beach. I lived in the middle of the island. Oh, okay. I wish I lived by the beach, though. (laughs) No, but um, I chose McKendree because at the time it was ranked number one in the women's wrestling program and it was like one of the schools i was like oh my god i can never go there i'm not good enough as a wrestler but then i actually got reached out by the coaches and
0: you want who who are the coaches exactly
1: (laughs) sam and gabby do
0: you want to say hi to sam and gabby
1: hi sam and gabby if you listen to this hello (laughs) but no i came out for a recruiting trip i loved it the team was like perfect the coaching style was like everything i wanted and to thrive in wrestling And then the cherry on top was that they have not only my major, but like an accelerated program. So where I'd graduate in five years with my master's instead of six.
0: Ooh, that is very, that is very, very helpful. So I guess, did your parents want you to go to school in the mainland?
1: Yes, because, um, how do I explain this? A lot of, Students or like high school kids don't get the opportunity to leave home mm-hmm. And since I had wrestling it was like my opportunity or my key to get off the island explore something new So I took advantage of it and they really like fully supported me.
0: Mm-hmm. So I guess Hmm. I'm seeing right now. I'm thinking of some like parallels of like normally african-american people getting out of like the impoverished areas would you in to like prosper and grow do you think that um you see some parallels of like maybe hawaii holding you back to be that holding you back from being the person that you want to be
1: in okay so there's like different ways you can take this question Mm -hmm. like if you're talking as a wrestler yes and then if you're talking as a person also yes really yeah So I like have friends, family who've never left the island, like never even stepped foot on an airplane. And all they know is like the island Mm -hmm. and being home is like so different than here. And I feel like if you don't go out and experience something different, like put yourself in an uncomfortable situation, you're not going to like know like, okay, that's how home was and home made me who I am. So I shouldn't like shy away from that. But then it'll also give you, like, different perspective, like, how other people think. Because we have a lot of tourists back at home, and sometimes it's hard to communicate with mm-hmm. them and stuff. But you have, like, different perspectives, and then you apply it into your life. But then as a wrestler, like, I would not grow back at home. Yeah. Because there's no, there's there's really nothing there. <laughs> yeah.
0: I mean, that's understandable. I mean, just the sheer, I guess, lack of people to wrestle, really. Um, so I guess you mentioned beforehand that you have experienced an abundance of culture shock. Do you have, I'm sure you could have a whole list. Do you have one or a couple instances that really come to your mind that made you realize that you were actually away from home?
1: Okay. So... I, I'll tell you something recently, and I'm pretty sure I've already told you about this, mm-hmm. but um, Groundhog Day. I did not know that was a thing, because mm-hmm. I did see it on TikTok, and I was like, why do they keep saying we have six more weeks of winter? Like, I'm not understanding this. And then you guys explained that, like, if the groundhog sees his shadow, it's like winter's ending sooner or something. But, like, why are we listening to a groundhog? Like, I really, I really did not understand, mm-hmm. and we don't have that back at home. I was so confused.
0: Yeah. Um, actually, um, uh, our friend, uh, JC, if you're listening, hi JC. Uh, we, JC and I were actually, um, looking to conspire to get you to actually believe it more. Really? Yeah. <laughs> in, in, pl- in playing with you, like, um, uh, citing the fact that canadian geese know when to travel south for winter for like temperature reasons we were going to say that groundhogs know when weather is going to change and that they go back underground and stuff so you know i asked enough
1: people to know that it's just like a superstitious thing okay (laughs) because i was really confused
0: um do you have any other cult do you i guess that's an example of would you consider that a negative culture shock?
1: I wouldn't say negative. Just, I mean, just, just different? Just different.
0: Mm-hmm. Do you have, uh, I guess, a positive culture shock? Something that has allowed you to adapt to life here in the mainland?
1: Mm, maybe language, I would say. Really? Yeah. So we have um this thing called pigeon back at home and like a lot of people use it i personally don't use it because it's like sometimes seems like improper or or, like lazy but it's like a mix of english and hawaiian Mm -hmm. and i'm just not good at it it just sounds really weird when i use it but a lot of other people like use it like my mom uses it my dad uses it and it's just like like everyone around me uses it and like i come here and like everyone speaks like very proper English, and then like I'll like I'll say things to you guys, and I'll be like, oh, I look hash today. Like we talked about this, mm-hmm. and like you've never heard like hash was you know what does that mean? But it means like messy. Or I told JC when we were playing in the snow, I was like, oh my gosh, I have hanabanas, like running down my face, and she's just like, what the hell is hanabanders? And I was like, oh, it's like it's not like boogers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so I guess I never realized that there could potentially be a um, a a language barrier. I mean, if you don't if you don't speak, I guess the whole I feel like the Hawaiian people don't speak Hawaiian all the time because they have to deal with so many tourists and other things and it's been so I guess colonized that it's, you know, you have to, that it's kind of just I don't want to say die, but it has kind of went not on the forefront because they've had to use English to kind of adapt to their lives now. And so I guess I never um, would anticipate you having some sort of a, any sort of language barrier other than maybe using different words in English, not necessarily Hawaiian. So I guess if I were to go to Hawaii, do you think I would have that problem?
1: <laughs> so my sister, she lives with a bunch of like people from the mainland. And Mm -hmm. every time we meet them, like their first thing is like, "Oh, speak pigeon to them so they don't understand." Like (laughs) we try to like, Uh like trick people and stuff. (laughs) I experienced that when
0: I went to Brazil for sure. Like, um, I want my um, like my friends uh, convinced me to tell my teacher to um, like go, yeah, and and just curse out my teacher, and of course. They looked at me, the teacher looked at me like I was crazy. Um, and then they the teacher knew that I didn't know what I was saying, and then the teacher got on to my friend <laughs> my friends who had taught me to say it and like told them to sit down and like told them to <laughs> told them to stop because like it's a completely different language. like I had no idea what was going on. um so I guess other than language barrier, do you have any I guess? quirks or things that you've found different from moving here like stuff that's harder to do Mm. because i know snow pretty recently oh yeah if
1: you're talking like weather wise this is so different like leaves do not change at home Mm -hmm. it's like 75 degrees almost every single day Mm. it's a bad day if it's like cloudy and rains oh my goodness
0: (laughs) Man, I wish I wish that was the case. I mean, we are what we just got out of like a winter vortex, and like uh, it was like sixty degrees in at Christmas, and we had tornadoes in December. Like, just really, really? yeah, we did. You went home, but okay, we did. I was gonna say Yeah, <laughs> but um, I guess one thing that I like to ask the international students is. How do you guys see Americans from your point of view? But it's hard because you're an American yourself. So I guess I would tweak it and ask you, how do you guys see the main, the quote unquote mainlanders?
1: Continental US. Yeah. <laughs> you're not the mainland. I'm just kidding. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. That's fine. That's fine. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, when I first came here, I was like, you know, everyone's nice. When you first meet people, like, they're super nice or whatever. But then when you, like, slowly get to, like, know people and stuff, I feel like you guys are a lot more sensitive, I would say. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. But me and my friend, Li Ua, like, we talk to each other. We're like, hey, bitch. You know, like, we'll, mm-hmm. like, cuss each other out and be like, yeah. oh, you're looking so ugly today. Like, we'll totally tease each other. Yeah. And then I'll do it to someone here and they're like, oh, what? And then yeah. get kind of butthurt, uh-huh. and I'm like, oh, that's not what I meant. Or like yeah. my sarcasm. Uh huh. Mm, sometimes it's hard to read. Yeah. Like, you guys don't, you think I'm actually yeah. being serious.
0: I mean, I'm a sarcastic person myself, so it's pretty easy to pick up when you're sarcastic. But I've totally seen you, like, put some people on their heels with your sarcasm. Or, like,
1: with my faces. Like, you guys get so butthurt when I make everyone everyone and I mean everyone like either tells me fix my face or like mm-hmm. they say I have like really bad rBf but mm-hmm. I don't know I don't think I do you guys are just sensitive <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: so I guess on the islands how do you guys see because there's a the greater portion of your guys's economy comes from tourism mm-hmm. so how do you guys see tourists in? people from the continental United States.
1: Well, this is just my opinion. I can't speak for everyone back at home. But I personally, like, don't have a problem with tourists. I mean, there are ways that they can cause problems. Mm -hmm. Like, some people could say, like, oh, they cause so much traffic. And, like, traffic at home is insane. Like, I saw traffic here, and that's, like, nothing compared to traffic back at home. But I guess... I personally see them, like, as, like, normal people. You can't really judge them (laughs) off of, like, just being from a different place. But then when they, like, become disrespectful to, like, the land or the animals and they just litter and, like, don't really treat the island with, like, respect, Mm -hmm. then people have problems. Yeah.
0: And do you think that's more so of a a you personal thing that you don't really mind them and that you kind of want to not judge people or do you think that's more so of a greater hawaiian thing
1: i feel the majority feels that way but then there's also people that are like oh get off our native land like you don't belong here and stuff like that really yeah
0: could you would it be i guess would you want to expand on that a little bit
1: well if you don't know (laughs) um we were illegally annexated by the u.s okay and so basically we were forced to become another state because we already had like we are our own like quote-unquote country mm-hmm. and we had like a whole monarchy system but then we you know we got taken over they mm-hmm. locked up our current queen Lili'uokalani. she was our last first and last queen Um, They locked her up in her palace and forced her to sign the annexation papers. Mm -hmm. So that like part of history has not disappeared and people still try to fight that. So like there's like a lot of like things back at home like keep Hawaiian lands in Hawaiian hands.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Like a lot of people are like buying land back at home and we're slowly losing like not only our culture but our like native lands too.
0: Wow, that's that's heavy.
1: Yeah, I mean, even like before the annexation, um, the people like, I don't know how to explain this. It's like it's like a lot. I could
0: I could imagine.
1: (laughs) No. So like a little bit before the annexation, like in order to get rid of a culture, because they kind of just want to get rid of of our culture, like as a whole, like because Hawaii was like prime for like shipping like for ships to go from place to place because it's like a pit stop
0: like uh logistics and things like a port city
1: yeah so like um the united states like really really wanted us yeah but we're like such head like we're so headstrong as like a culture and people um so they tried to like really get rid of our culture so one Mm. they banned the hawaiian language like in schools and stuff and like forced us to like speak english and like I mean, there's a lot of positives so like, when they came, but there's a lot of negatives, too. So, like, they banned, like, our our traditional dance hula.
0: Mm-hmm. Then
1: we had, like, underground, like, hula stuff. Like, we had to, like, hide it. Like, you know when, like, people, like, the Irish jake yeah. where they had to, like, hide it because they couldn't dance or something? I cannot <laughs> you know I, mean? I cannot
0: even imagine, <laughs> like, you're walking in some random basement and you just see, <laughs> like, just people, people dancing people hula, dancing hula <laughs> because it's, like, forbidden like that is just mind-boggling to me um so i guess do you feel that it is your personal duty as a hawaiian to preserve that Um, culture
1: yes because of the school i went to
0: Ooh, can can you okay okay so okay i want to ask about the schooling a little bit later um So, you think that it's your responsibility personally to not only preserve the Hawaiian culture and ideals, but share as well?
1: Well, I can't say that I alone can preserve it. You know, I'm gonna need like more, like more people. Yeah, of course. But I definitely want to teach people so they're more knowledgeable and they don't go around being like, You ride your dolphin to school? You live in a grass hut?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Please tell me nobody has asked you that or told you that.
1: Um, I'm trying to think. Someone did ask me, but I wasn't sure if they were joking or if they were being serious.
0: I'm sure. For the sake of my mental health, let's just say they were joking. Because that just makes me disappointed. So, you mentioned your schooling. Um... Just, can you explain just kind of how it, how the Hawaiian school system works in general? And you said your school is special, so I guess go into deep.
1: So special, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but no, we have like the usual public school, private school system. Um, I personally never went to public school. My si- my siblings did, mm-hmm. but I didn't. I. For, like, preschool, I went to Honolani. That was, like, a really Christian-y school. Mm -hmm. But then I tried out and got into Kamehameha Schools. And that is a school only for Native Hawaiian children. And you have to try out, like, take testing to get in there. Really? yeah, so I'm of the lovely 80, the very rare 80. Ooh. we call them the um the lifers. <laughs> so <laughs> so the lifers are the people who get in at kindergarten and stay all the way through the 13 years to senior year. So I've been at School schools from kindergarten all the way to my senior year.
0: Wow, that's so, a long time. Yes,
1: same school. So fun. but there's like you can try out kindergarten. Fourth grade, seventh grade, and then each year in high school. Mm -hmm. And, like, you have to go through interviewing, you have to go through testing, and then but they, like, you can get waitlisted or you can get accepted or you just can get denied. Mm -hmm. So, like, my sister, she didn't get in. She tried out kindergarten, fourth grade, didn't get in, but she got in seventh grade. Mm -hmm. So she's a sevy, but I'm better because I'm a lifer. (laughs) But, no, my school is, like, really, what is the word, prestige? Is that yeah the
0: pr- prestigious prestigious yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess the I guess the equivalent would be a Catholic prep school
1: Kind of we were a Christian school though
0: really mm-hmm. is culture is religion a really big thing in Hawaii
1: um yeah I would say it's like big we have a lot of like Catholic Christian schools hmm
0: I guess hmm that's interesting. Um, so I guess, what did you guys learn about in school?
1: You judge me a lot on this, because I do not know a lot of U.S. history. I mean, I do know, like, the basis, Mm -hmm. the basics, but I don't know a lot of U.S. history. I don't know a lot of world history. Like, I know the big things, but I know a lot of Hawaiian history. Yeah. Because it's a Hawaiian school, and... We're going to learn about our culture because the founder of our school, her name was Poi and she was a princess and she acquired a lot of land and she was dying of cancer, but she wanted to give back to her people any way she could. So she created a school, which is my school, Mm -hmm. and her goal was to give Native Hawaiian children and like give them an opportunity of education because a lot of us didn't. Have, or, like, back in the day, they didn't. Yeah. And she never lived to see the dream, like, her dream come true. Mm. She passed away of breast cancer. But her husband, Charles Reed Bishop, she married a, a white man.
0: <laughs> my, my apologies. <laughs>
1: no, but he s- made sure her, her school came to life, and we have the school now. So, yeah, like, the goal was to give us education and to learn about our culture to, to further on perpetuate it. To, yeah. to make sure it doesn't die, yeah. And so we learned a lot about our culture. Like we learned how to speak it. We learned how. Um,
0: can you sp- can you speak some? <laughs> speak just a little, just a little bit for I me, can, like, please. Int- and for the don't do it for me. Uh, do it for the nice people that are listening <laughs> in to this podcast.
1: I okay. I haven't spe- spoken Hawaiian in a long time, okay. but I can do like the introductory stuff. You know, like Ooh, the okay. basics. Okay, go ahead. So be like... Aloha or kana Ipoika Veku Ko Inoa uh Noha Oma Milelani <laughs> or Ahua Hele O Ikeula Ki e ki or kamehameha. Stop. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and assume you said good stuff. Oh, I did introductory um, stuff int- like Introductory yeah. introductory stuff. Yeah. so can you translate that into English?
1: Well, I just said, like, hi, my name is... Well, I use my middle name, actually. I said, hi, my name is Kanoi Poi Um That's
0: your middle name?
1: Yes, my name is Sky Kanoi Poi Ikavekiu Rilin.
0: Cool. Um, yeah, I... Hmm. So, do you feel that you're losing a bit of your Hawaiian culture because you don't speak it every day?
1: Okay, I didn't want to say it. But I have personal beef with my school.
0: <laughs> Ooh. Yeah. It's just personal beef. Yeah, that's fine.
1: it's just like, I, so our graduation requirement was to take two years of Hawaiian. hmm And I did that, but I didn't have like the greatest teacher my second year, so I kind of stopped. hmm But I was, because I was at that school for such a long time, I kind of felt like my culture was getting like shoved down my throat. Really? Yeah, I just was not vibing with it. I did not like it. I was like, I could care less because like that's all I knew. I only knew like my culture, Is there stuff that
0: you wanted to know? that they wouldn't teach you
1: Well, no, I didn't really care about school that much in high school (laughs) But like I felt like all I knew was like my culture and I was like sick of it Like I'm like, I don't want to speak anymore. Like I'm tired of it Mm -hmm. But then when I came up here, I was like, oh my god, like I kind of miss it like yeah, I do miss learning about my culture. And like, I kind of developed that sense of pride for knowing like my like yeah my culture. Mm-hmm. So I'm a little sad that I stopped speaking when I did because I really wish I could, but I don't know. That's my fault.
0: Do you think you could give Hawaiian lessons to people on campus?
1: I definitely could i knew Ooh. stop i know like um the sentence structure like the basic sentence structures to have mm-hmm. like a, a casual conversation i would say yeah but like it's like the vocabulary that's kind of yeah There's just like that a makes lot sense. of
0: words do you think if more people n- knew hawaiian um McKendree would be like a, m- a more welcoming place i guess is it is mckendry a pretty welcoming place to Hawaiians I guess
1: I mean there's like two of us on campus Mm -hmm. I mean I didn't have any problems with anyone I mean I don't know
0: do you feel you're underrepresented
1: well I personally wanted to go to a school to be a minority because I loved having the questions like oh my god you're from Hawaii like yeah I am from Hawaii
0: (laughs) man I've those questions got really old really quick for me when i was in brazil really yeah no,
1: i love the attention like oh my god i wish i was from hawaii i'm like yeah, yeah you do you do wish you're from hawaii. <laughs> like you have to stay in this weather for christmas no i go home i go to the beach you can stay in cornfields and soy farms
0: <laughs> i'll have you know that those are very important to the midwestern economic system well when okay. i first came here
1: i was a little scared they were everywhere, mm-hmm. like everywhere. And like, there's no mountains out here.
0: Yeah, it's, it's pretty flat.
1: Like back at home, it's either a mountain or the ocean or both. Mm-hmm. And green, always green.
0: Yeah. And it's, I, I guess we get green here for a little bit, but it's not green year round for sure. So does that create a sense where you have to work? A little bit harder to make this place "quote unquote" home for you.
1: Mm, well, in the beginning, it was difficult, and I had a lot of talks with my my coaches and stuff because I was like really homesick because mm-hmm. like just everything being so different.
0: Was this your first time away from home?
1: It was, I guess, like this long. Yeah, Like yeah. this is like the longest I've been away from home. But I don't know, like everyone, this is gonna sound a little racist, but like everyone back at home is like brown.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brown yeah. and
1: has a little bit Asian in them. Yeah, but of everyone course. here is like just so tall and white. <laughs> <boy. laughs> I'm trying not to sound racist. No, okay. you're fine.
0: So for reference, how tall are you? I'm five two. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I would say that is kind of short yeah. for sure.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm short back at home, but like I would, I would say, I would say I'm like average. I would say I'm average size, like my. My friend is four ten. Nah, she's four eleven, I think. She's four eleven. Um my other friend's like what, five six? My parents are five eight. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not I'm not that short.
0: hmm Yeah, so I guess you I would say you've adjusted pretty well to being here in the United States, right? I mean I didn't know I
1: mean I lived in the United States. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah,
0: I mean yeah, it's so it's <laughs> Like I said, this is a very different podcast because it's not your traditional, uh, this guy is from Germany or this lady is from Ecuador and they're here and showing us how, you know, Ecuadorian culture is, right? It's, It's hard to say that you are completely different because, I mean, we're all different, but we have the one thing that connects us, it's that we're Americans and... I guess, do you not really... Uh, do Hawaiians not really associate themselves with the rest of the United States?
1: It depends who you ask.
0: Really? Mm-hmm. Really? So, I guess, could you expand on that a little bit more?
1: Well, like I said before with the whole, like, annexation thing, mm-hmm. like, people today still try to, like, fight it to get our own monarchy again. Really? Which, like, I personally would hope we don't do that mm-hmm. because I feel with the way the world is and the way I guess economy is, we kind of need the U S just, just a little mm-hmm. kind of need them. Yeah. And I don't know if we would thrive as like our own country. And if anything, we'd get probably get taken over by some other country like Russia or something. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I totally get it. Um, so what, Okay, I want to transition more into your life here as opposed to your life in Hawaii. So, what were your first impressions of being here? Mm,
1: My first impression? um, Cool. Like, I finally got, like, my own sense of independence. Mm Mm-hmm. And, like, it was different. I was excited. I was like, you know, I'm going to thrive here. This is, like, my new home. Yep. It's, like, so, like, it was really different yeah. than being back at home. Like, not seeing palm trees everywhere. Mm-hmm. But, I don't know. I was excited. I was, like, really, really happy to be here when I first got here.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, I still am happy, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, how, I don't want to, I'm trying to figure out how to ask this. How quick did it kind of fade away and realize, okay, i'm an adult i have to go to school um this isn't really all it's cracked up to be
1: Mm. i would say like kind of when practices started for wrestling mm-hmm. and then i struggled like school and i took a lot of classes like i had five classes in one day with six thirty a.m practices and lift yeah uh, and that was not no i did not like that but Oh, my God, I sound so lazy. Oh, my God, I have five classes in a
0: <laughs> No, no, no. I, mean,
1: now I now I have two, which is so nice. Yeah, I mean,
0: different different people have different workloads that require, I guess, people are different, and they can handle things differently, so. Yeah, I know.
1: didn't like the workload. I was just stressed out all the time. I felt like I was falling behind in my classes. And mm-hmm. then later, I would get beat up in the wrestling room. I was like, oh, my God, I'm doing crap. I'm not, yeah. I'm not supposed to be, like, be losing like that. And then, like, when I got like that, you know, I just wanted to, like, be home. Like, yeah. I didn't want to be uncomfortable anymore. I wanted to just relax and be home. Mm-hmm. And that really kicked in when season started.
0: Yeah. Um. I guess, do you find yourself at home in Lebanon now? Like, this is your home?
1: Um. I'm trying to make it home. Like, I really am. But, like it not every day is going to make it feel like home you know yeah. like some days it like really does like you know i i am really happy here mm-hmm. but like other days i'm just like oh my god like i want to go to the beach like i just don't like yeah. it here like when it's snowing i'm like oh, where's the yeah. 70 degree weather like this mm-hmm. isn't fun but no i'm i'm slowly learning to make it my home
0: yeah do you think i guess do you think that's a little bit harder being from uh, i guess still being from the United States as opposed to I guess if you were from a completely different country, would you be more able to make this home
1: mm, I don't know
0: because I mean, if I we're really if we're know. really getting down to brass tax, I would say you're from another country. like it's so different than anywhere that I have been and anywhere that I've stayed for any extended period of time that I I would feel comfortable saying that you are, I guess, an international student, right?
1: Oh, you admit it. Yeah. You will never admit this outside of this podcast.
0: I will not. (laughs) Although, yeah, I mean, you have to have pretty, I have pretty straight guidelines on being (laughs) on the podcast. I mean, it's in the name. Not, not really. If you want to come, I
1: was a last resort.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, because I've, I've also been talking to people and a lot of people have been wanting to hear you on the podcast. Oh, no, don't don't get so in, <laughs> don't get so in your head about it. So I guess, um, hmm. so for your schoolwork here, do you find it harder, um, because you were schooled in your I guess native high school? Do you find the schoolwork here super hard?
1: No. Well, I mean, school is gonna be hard. Like it's supposed yeah. to be challenging. This is a university. Mm-hmm. But no, like we. We learned about, like, math, science, like, anatomy, PE. Oh, my God. Don't get me started on the PE back at school. That was not fun. No. But, no, we did, like, all the usuals. It's just, like, I had, like, the extras, like, um, learning how to plant kalo and how to speak your language and, and sing songs. Oh, we did a lot of singing back in high school. A lot of singing.
0: Can you sing? No, Margaret, I'm not singing. Sort of please, no, I'm not singing.
1: But I can, I can tell you that in high school we have this thing called song contest, and it's, <laughs> it's actually televised. It's televised. Are it. you?
0: Were you on the news?
1: Um, yeah, actually, it was on our news like back at home. It was like a really big thing. So, um, song contest is when like my sister has song contest coming up, so I'm really excited for her. Mm-hmm. So it's only for criminal schools, um. Which we do have three locations. So mm-hmm. there's one on Oahu, one on Maui, one on Big Island. Okay. But the only one that's like where it's really competitive is Oahu. That's my school. Mm-hmm. So each class, freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, we all sing songs. And it's like yeah. a contest. Like we get into like this big arena. We sit in our classes in our fancy dress whites. Um, we have our um, like stash or lay and we, the freshmen sing one song so it's a co-ed song uh-huh. and then the other classes sing a men's a women's and a co-ed song and each song is judged by language like pr- pronunciation like the, wow. the harmonization like it's really like like wow. judged really really hard Ooh. and um and, and like, it like causes like I would say drama at school, like <laughs> everyone wears it. Like when it's week of song contest, it's hectic. Like we we don't have classes, we we practice singing. We go down to the um, arena or where we have it, and we we practice. Mm-hmm. Um, we have people that conduct us. Like you vote on conductors. You practice with your conductors all the time.
0: Wow, and you won't sing for the podcast. I won't sing.
1: But I will tell you that my sophomore year, we won language Ooh. and um. We won women's for best song for women, and I'm really bummed we couldn't like keep our title because my junior year it got canceled because of COVID,
0: mm. and then
1: um, my senior year we I, we didn't go to school at all so we didn't have it, but we had like a virtual one, so we had to <sighs> send <laughs> we had to send a video of us in our dress white and our lay, and we had to send a video of us doing our harmonization part and then the school <laughs> clipped it together. <laughs> and made us singing our song contest songs and we won best performance the women's song (laughs) my senior year (laughs) we won best performance
0: (laughs) oh man so hypothetically speaking where would i go to find these you can literally
1: look up on youtube i could you not if you look up right now on youtube wow
0: i can't i I can't believe i'm in the presence of such royalty and Um, and stardom of course of course (laughs) Oh, so I guess I want to transition into one thing that I'm really passionate about, and that is uh, food um, because I like to eat and I like to eat different foods. Oh, I know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, How is food different in Hawaii?
1: Rice with everything. Every house has a rice cooker. You eat rice with everything. Like the other day, we had chili at Ames, Mm -hmm. and I had rice and chili. And J C cut me like the weirdest look. She's like, "Why are you putting rice in your chili?" Well, because back at home I eat rice with everything. Mm-hmm. Like, um.
0: do you miss rice?
1: Yes, like, <laughs> but I know it's not good when I cut weight, Ooh. so it's better that I don't have it. Yeah, but you know, rice, rice is so good. rice and chicken, rice and any kind of meat, um, rice and eggs, rice and beef stew, rice and rice and curry. Your rice goes with everything. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was I was just gonna wait and see how long you were gonna I don't know. <laughs> list, off, me now. <laughs> list off some foods. Yeah, I might have to run to um, Panda Express or something if they're open. Um, <laughs> I know I know the rice isn't good, but it's it is what it is. Um, so do you have a favorite American dish so far?
1: Uh, yeah, actually, uh, hash brown casserole.
0: Ooh. I That's
1: had that good. for the first time. Um, I was working security with JC at a concert mm-hmm. and they fed us and there was like hash brown casserole. And I didn't know what it was. And I was like, oh my God, this is so good. What is this? And JC was like, you've never had hash brown casserole before? And she was like super shocked. And I was like, well, it's great.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, has there ever, Is there um, a local food that you don't like? That you ate and you were like, this is disgusting
1: no i'm not a picky eater at all so i eat everything back at home i mean i feel like if you were to ever like visit Hoi, you would definitely not like probably poi a lot of people don't like poi what's poi so poi is like we have this call of plant and it's it's taro i don't know it's like i don't know how to describe it it's kind of like a a put- potato i uh-huh. guess that's the closest thing i could oh, like describe it I think, to. I think, I, I think i've had it's this like, before it's like this and it like stocks up i don't know i can't really and show then on is, the it, podcast, is it is it kind of like a, a it's like um, green
0: yeah is it kind of like a french fry type type length and it's kind of like grainy hmm? okay I never know <laughs> <laughs> we are thinking of two completely different things
1: okay well it's basically like it i guess the closest thing i could do is like a potato that Mm -hmm. it's not a potato but it's i guess it's like a radish maybe i don't know but it's it's caldo and we have it everywhere um and then you you like steam it Mm -hmm. and if you don't steam it long enough and you eat it you're gonna get itchy throat which is not good so you steam it and then you peel it and then you mash it mash it and then we have like poi pounders and like specific things you use poi
0: pounders
1: <laughs> I cut you like the dirtiest. Oh story. man. <laughs> no, but yeah, we have like poi pounders. Yeah, they're specific, like rocks carved in a specific shape to mash mm. kalo. And so, like, if you mash it and you add like a little bit of water, it mm-hmm. turns into eye, which is like this thicker thing, which I loved eating in high school. That was the best thing about school. Like, we always mm-hmm. had that stuff. And then if you add, if you consistently add water, it becomes like this really liquidy texture and then that's poi so it's kind of like i don't know how to describe the taste but i really like it and like like you grow up on that that's like baby food like you you feed your kid that and like i think on my going away dinner my parents did we had poke and and poi and cool pig and stuff Mm -hmm. but poi is great and a lot of people don't really like it when they first visit but my thing is just like try it before you diss it because it's so good yeah and it's healthy it's mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, so I guess, is there one food that, if, is is that, what is it, palo? Calo. Calo. Kalo, yeah. callo Is that the one thing you would want people to eat here?
1: Just to try, because that's like, I guess that would be like the main thing that's different.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, unless you want to eat Spam, too. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Spam's good.
0: Spa- I'm not a big fan of Spam, but I know a lot of people that love Spam. Um so is there one stereotype that Hawaiians have of people from the continental United States that is true?
1: Mm, I mean off the top of my head like it's not true for everyone yeah. but for the majority it's just being disrespectful.
0: Really? Yeah. You you find the people from the mainland disrespectful? Yes. In what ways?
1: Well, because they don't take into consideration that we actually have a culture mm. and, like, we take pride in not only our culture, but our land and yeah. our animals and, like, special places like Hale, which are, like, worship places. Mm-hmm. And they were used back in the day, obviously, but, like, they're still there today. And, like, sometimes people just, like, really do not treat the land very nice like they litter everywhere mm-hmm. and like it, it's just not this the things they do is just not cool
0: yeah um so but here here in lebanon in, uh, specifically Makindri, they are they rude are they welcoming to you
1: yeah every, everyone's i mean unless, i don't know i haven't encountered anyone that was mean um, i mean you're mean i'm just kidding <laughs> no Uh, but everyone's welcoming i wouldn't say like everyone's rude mm -hmm. i guess it's just like not knowing or like being uneducated which makes them seem rude
0: yeah is there one thing that mckendry could do better to be more welcoming to hawaiian people
1: i wouldn't say like mckendry but like Cause I don't know if anyone else from home would come here like <laughs> without like yeah. any, like I, I really don't know it's like it's a small school yeah of course like in Lebanon no one knows where that is yeah. like I didn't know where it was mm-hmm. but like I came here because like something bigger brought me here you yeah know? but um I don't know if I mean everyone seems welcoming here it's just you no know, just being un it's just for the people back at home are just un ed- sorry yeah uneducated yeah, yeah.
0: yeah so I guess. If you would, would you want to try to convince people to come here specifically from home? No. Why?
1: Because I like being the only Hawaiian. <laughs> I like it. I,
0: I I think that's pretty selfish. I mean. Just a little. It just, is selfish. Just a little. I, I mean, I personally think that McKendree could gain a lot more so just culturally if they brought more. Hawaiians on campus.
1: I mean, if someone asked me about it, I, I would like for sure like let them know. Like, mm-hmm. if Liua, my friend uh-huh. we just called, and ever came to visit, I would love for her to like talk to anyone because she's way more immersed in the culture than I am. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, some people from home could come here. I would not. I like. I wouldn't be like, oh, you know, you can't come here. Like, totally yeah. gatekeep the school. Mm-hmm. But like, I just personally like having the questions be asked.
0: To me. <laughs> to I you. Feel and smart. To you only. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I think, honestly, I think that's a good thing that you're getting these questions asked is because we are curious and we want to be more accepting of Hawaiians and be more informed of your culture and what you're about um, to create a more, you know, accepting atmosphere and to create a better relation um, with your people right um so i guess we are kind of wrapping up here um is there one thing that you would want uh people from the mainland to know about hawaii specifically
1: Mm, i don't know if i would want people to know something specifically i guess uh I don't know elaborate. <laughs>
0: um if one person came up and asked you what is Hawaii about, mm-hmm. what would you tell them?
1: Uh I guess I would say the Aloha spirit. Ooh. <laughs>
0: I was taking a drink. I almost almost spit up some water. Can you the Aloha spirit? What is that? Aloha.
1: (laughs) Sorry, (laughs) the way you pronounce it is really funny. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Um, no. So uh, we have this thing back at home. I'm pretty sure like mainlanders would like. Have you heard of it? Like the Aloha spirit?
0: No. I've only heard of Aloha, which is like hello and goodbye.
1: The Aloha spirit is like a real thing back at home. So it's just like it's not like a specific thing but it's just like the way we treat each other back at home mm-hmm. it's just like we're very friendly with each other and i feel like with everyone's decision like with whatever they do they have the lahui in mind so like our native people that's what we call it the lahui. but we like we want to just help each other so you know we we help each other in any way we we can mm-hmm. not explain it, but it's just like yeah. the way we carry, carry ourselves and we treat each other. It's just like we have this joyful spirit because yeah. we're just, we I, just th- I think life. that's awesome.
0: Yeah. I think the world could be a lot better place if they had more, what, aloha spirit. Yeah. Right. So I guess, do you have any parting words for the, the podcast? I think that is a really good thing to kind of close on the aloha spirit like if you're listening try to put a little bit of the aloha spirit in your daily life mm-hmm. right how yeah i like that so yeah um thanks for coming on the podcast i really appreciate it and Thank i think you. yeah i think the other uh, people listening gained a lot of good information about hawaiians and what they're about and the aloha spirit
1: well thank you for finally admitting that i'm international
0: <laughs> yeah of course um is there anybody you want to say hi to anybody um hi, Liua.
1: please don't judge my Hawaiian. i know you're <laughs> already saying you're gonna text me a long paragraph um mm-hmm. no just hi to anyone and if that's just my everything was my opinion and yeah it means to be mean or no, no no no
0: it's it's <laughs> it is really important to be authentic on the podcast and i really one of the main things that the goal of this podcast is for me is to foster better relationships between the students uh, internationally and domestically to create a more welcoming experience um so sky same thank you so much (laughs) thank you so much for coming on and i guess we will see you next time on global bear cats a
1: hu-e-ho.